0: Miles, what's happening, Miles. Brian? Oh hey, hi, how's it going? Yay, nice, nice. It's I didn't uh, check. I, I didn't r- check any Friday, levels. Friday, mate. We're gonna ma- we're gonna make the cats check the levels for us. Be like, hey guys, just let us know who's louder. If anybody's louder,
1: I'm just not. I'm not saying the Y word, which always blows the mic out. What's the, what's
0: the the Y word? Yo. Know. Mm. God, now everyone's gonna say Is that, that right? you're louder, that right? and then but but it's only because you went. Oh. that's it it's hard to say <laughs> yo without going loud it is i don't know it what is. it is about that word
1: yeah but yeah uh, might as Can everyone go? in the chat say yo yo just say yo testing game cats
0: in the chat yeah but do it in all caps <laughs> meow <laughs> it is it's two wise friday all right speaking of two wise friday we'll do let's get this fucking show on the road you ready to do this uh sure that's sure good. i guess we could well yeah, we could. Why not? Let's do it. So what now? This the intro goes way worse when you choke <laughs> before
1: you start. I thought that was you doing the intro. Yeah,
0: I know. All right, I was. I, was I, I took a big breath of air in order to do this big long introduction, and instead I choked on a lot of spit. This is PSVR Gamescast live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and two hours Friday, right here on PSVR without Pearl. Uh, we do this live for your viewing pleasure and for your. Listening pleasure on podcast services of your choice. Thanks, Jamie, for getting those up each and every gamescast. Um, you might be watching this live, but if you're not watching this live, you might be interested to see that down below. There are some timestamps that have been afforded to us by Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, one of the coolest cats in the chat. All the coolest cats are in the chat, uh, but all the coolest cats are also over on our Discord channel. Click that link in the description below. Join our Discord for free. Uh, and if you really, really, really want to, uh, support the channel with fina- financially with dollars, uh, cents. Depends on how, how you look at it. Uh, but patreon.com slash games is where you can support the channel financially uh, and uh, get your name on that scroll. that goes endlessly down below $3 a month. He also gives you... Uh, v- access to voice chat over on discord uh I got plenty of exclusive patreon content coming i'm like been sick for two weeks which is really crappy uh but hopefully i'm on my hopefully this is the tail end of it and it's almost over and i can start putting out some cool content again my name is brian paul from this channel right here psvr without parole and this proper british gentleman to my right it is miles two wise dyer from miles dyer official every week it's the same thing which way am I doing it? This way, this way, this way. Ready? High five, ready?
1: One, yeah. two, three, two. Yeah. Oh wow.
0: Didn't didn't wow. look great on my ends. <laughs> 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 but but uh, that's that's all uh, that's all part of the fun. Uh, Crikey said this stream is just gonna be you choking. Uh, that's you. a different stream, uh, Crikey. <laughs> which uh that's on my OnlyFans, onlyfans.com slash Brian Paul loves you all. Um <laughs> there's a lot of choking going on over there miles what's going on in the world of uh of of miles dyer uh what's you got some stuff happening over on your youtube channel fill us in before we uh before we start talking about psvr specific stuff dude
1: oh yeah because that's why we're here i mean look um my channel is going through a big revamp uh next wednesday um i've like been sorting out loads of stuff been on fiverr a lot speaking with a lot of um Graphic designers and that. So I'm going to be having a new banner, new profile photo, just a new me. Uh, and then also we're going to be launching YouTube membership. Um, I've used Patreon up to, to now, um, and I'll still keep my Patreon open. Uh, but I'm going to be trying the uh, YouTube membership, and obviously I'll be able to feed back to you how it goes, um, which means getting custom emojis for the chat and things like that. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited because the, the, the live show I do on Wednesdays was kind of – Something to keep me occupied while I was trying to get my podcast show, The Quest for Global Empathy, up and running as a regular thing. But that's just been a very difficult thing to keep going. And so I realised that this Wednesday show is now the main part of my channel. My podcast will come back at some point, um, but I'm sort of just committing to it fully. So, um, yeah, I just want to thank all the game cats who show up every Wednesday. Um, it's always a really, really good time. And uh, I just want to say also... Um, Get well soon. You know, I do like saying that, but I'm always like, why soon? Get well now, Brian. Get well now. But does that sound too aggressive when you tell that to people? Because you're like, get well soon is kind of like, yeah, get well. Whereas get well now is like, I'm waiting. Are you well yet? Are you well yet, Brian?
0: So there's a, there's a whole part of being sick that like just means you're free of responsibility for a little while, right? Where it's just like, mm-hmm. everyone understands you're sick. Everyone goes, listen, you work hard when you're not sick. And so when you are sick, just fucking go to bed. And dude, in my world, there's nothing better than being in bed, right? If I can turn on some horror movies and maybe g- drag some pizza into the bed with me, <laughs> then yeah, maybe it could be even better. But honestly, like, dude, there's there's just no better feeling than like laying down, going to bed and going, I'm not to a an alarm. And so... So there's a part of me that goes being sick is sort of just like kind of cool sometimes where you're just like, I don't, I'm not going to get up tomorrow and do anything. Uh, and so, so get well soon works for me. I'm gonna- <laughs> That's true. <laughs> get well now yeah. means uh, I just want one more. I just want one more night in bed where I don't have to set an alarm.
1: That's a, that's a really good point. Well, speaking of movies, Brian, and I'm always really conscious about mentioning movies that have just come out in the chat because yes, I'm always worried someone's gonna spoil stuff. But yeah,
0: um, yeah no spoilers. Have you seen? Obviously.
1: Have you seen? Have you seen Nope? Or do you plan to? Uh,
0: so I've, I keep hearing about Nope uh, as something that exists, but I don't know anything about it. Uh, the fact that the fact that it keeps coming up in my sphere means it must be a horror movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely got horror vibes from the trailer. Um, I think it's going to surprise a lot of people um, because it brings in a lot of different genres from what I've heard. But the thing about Nope, which is nothing to do with the movie itself, that really surprised me, is it's been out in the US now for, I think, a week. Okay. Um, it's not coming out in the UK for, like, another week. And it confused me because I, I was thinking... I thought we lived at a time now where movies came out at the same time. Mainly it was to stop piracy, and also when there's movies that could have spoilers, it's to stop people talking about stuff. You know, at the moment, I'm just trying to not learn anything about this movie but yeah. yeah like a one to two week difference that's a long time in in the internet land isn't it
0: <laughs> it is it is for sure maybe they had to do some british overdubs right like so the people uh, in your neck of the woods could understand you know they have to like call people governor and stuff like that like change all the coffee to tea uh, I, i'm sure that there's there are cultural differences that need to be made in the movie otherwise you know maybe you just <laughs> just maybe you just wouldn't get it well
1: we know what nope is by the way, nope is the best name for a horror movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just think it's brilliant. It's just yep. so brilliant. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that at some point.
0: Yeah, well, I'm I'm curious for sure. Uh, I, uh, I've, got, I've got a list of movies that are coming out that I want to see. Um, but I, I'm, I'm assuming that everything comes to streaming sur- streaming services within like six weeks of coming to theaters now. So like, I don't even bother with the theatrical release. I'm like, oh, whatever, it'll be here soon enough. Like, uh, the Black Phone was that. The recent Ethan Hawke oh, one. Oh, has
1: been going on about this. Everyone was mentioning it in my show on Wednesday. Everyone's like, "Black Phone," yeah. got to see it.
0: Yeah, everyone's been saying it's it's decent, uh, and, and it sounds right up my alley. It sounds just weird enough to be something I'd be interested in. Uh, but and what
1: was the, and what was the multiverse movie that came out uh, alongside Doctor Strange? It's called like Everything. Oh, it was oh. like quite a small movie, but then it blew Everything up. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, yeah, supposedly it's rem- absolutely fantastic.
0: So I'm gonna I'm gonna admit something here uh, because you guys are all my friends, and I know you won't judge me for this at all. Um, I I actually purchased the movie because I'd heard so many great things about it. Dave Station went on about it for a week, and uh, and and, I, and and I was like, this is gonna be great, cool independent movie that probably is gonna like fry my brain and like make me think about all sorts of crazy shit. Right, I'm gonna love this it was it was too much man like you know especially like being sick and everything it was like you just I, I thought it was gonna I thought I was in for like an introspective something and instead it was like like kind of non-stop craziness uh, and so you just have to be prepared for that i I'm I'm, ex- I'm interested in going back and seeing what it's all about and like actually paying closer attention to it uh, but I made it about 40 minutes in it was like this is gonna have to wait till for another time I just don't have the brain yeah. power for this right now um it's it's different high maybe yeah
1: different times. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Well, funnily enough, movies is going to be something we come back to in the main conversation of this chat, actually, because uh, we always talk about Sony's movie catalogue uh, and also the features. Um, but, yeah, no, it's always cool, cool to chat about things um, in in different mediums, for sure. Yeah. Um, I wonder if there's ever going to be a VR game where you're a movie director, because as a kid, I used to love on Windows. It was called Windows Movie Maker, but it was before the actual, like, video editing software And it was where you created 3D characters on screen that you chose and you would like click on them and drag them with an action. So they'd start walking and you actually created your own movies with these sort of like 3D cartoony characters. Hmm. And as a kid, I absolutely loved it. And I'm just like, I wonder if there's something there about, I guess dreams is kind of that, isn't it? Because I don't know, actually, in dreams, can you actually create sort of. Sure. Yeah, you can create cutscenes in a game or is it one or the other? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I saw um actually the one that stands out to me uh somebody <laughs> I would I, I want to say somebody recreated Silent Hills in in dreams but since Silent Hills never existed they were like here's what I thought Silent Hills would be and they just made ba- like this like I don't know it went on for hours um and uh, and it was very cutscene heavy but yeah you walk around with a third person character uh, and then very frequently it, it switches over to cutscenes which it was really well done Uh, Like I mean, it might be a quantity over quality thing because I was just like, this this is going on forever, Uh, but it's pretty cool though. Uh, Miles, before we get before we get uh, way 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 off topic, which I'm you know I'm always fine with, um, we've got a bunch of tips. I think we should probably knock out of knock out here. Uh, Love the
1: tips. Thank you for the tips, everyone. Regardless of what you say of them, you could you could literally tip twenty dollars and say I hate Miles and I'll still love you for it. So
0: um, that's a challenge. I would prefer you don't say that, <laughs> but I mean, you know, uh, I'd be okay if you, if you said you hate me, if you're watching and you hate me, then, then that's actually pretty cool. Uh, Emily Baxter, hashtag the, the cartoony, which game came the $2 tip says cartoony games suck. The weekend is now official. Thank you, Emily Baxter. We appreciate your horrible, horrible perspective on video games. Sir Moses with the five rupees, uh, says hi, Brian and miles. Have you seen the newest PS5 beta update? Mentions the PSVR2 Sense controllers. Um, Kind of, yeah, it is kind of crazy, right? That we uh, that that this has been making the rounds. Uh, It's actually funny, Miles. I I think there's been a lot of little things lately that have been pointing to PSVR2. Like, uh, for I think for most people, people are looking at this stuff going, "Wow." this makes it seem like psvr2 is coming sooner rather than later right here we are we're up here saying oh q1 2023 and we've been saying it since february um but i think people are willing to grab onto anything they possibly can and say is this proof or this evidence uh that possibly uh you know shit's coming a little sooner rather than later and and, and here's the uh and here's the message uh, that we're referring to here under communication message says, select how your con- controller communicates with your PlayStation 5 lens connected using USB cable. This isn't applicable uh, for DualShock 4 series of controllers and the PSVR 2 Sense controllers. It's just crazy to see the nomenclature just pop up in the UI uh, before it's released. Uh, and so um, <sighs> did, did you also see the No Man's Sky blog post? Um Miles.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah they referenced uh but they PSVR said 2022. Did they say what year did they say?
0: So that so that's the funny thing is they said we've got a lot of stuff coming in 2022. We've also got, you know, the the Switch update and the in this and this and blah 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 and the PSVR2 version all right around the corner And but it was all sort of said in the same breath as 2022. And so I, everybody seemed to say, "Hey, this is proof that PSVR2 is coming in 2022." Uh, and, and you know, of course, everybody tagged me on Twitter and, and said this is this is proof. And 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 I totally see where everybody's coming from, Miles. You know, it's like he, it's popping up in the beta UI on PlayStation Five. Different developers are, are talking about it as if it's coming sooner rather than later. And I mean, if if I didn't know what I know, I would be one hundred percent with you guys being like, yes, of course it's coming sooner rather than later. And I would give I would give anything for it to come, uh, you know, fall. Rather than, uh, you know, Q1. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's still oh, yeah, still Q1. <laughs> it's like um, <laughs> it's going to
1: be here. Oh man, I mean, we're literally entering August now. I, 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 my bet is still that the next like actual presentation involving VR is going to be in September, which means we could literally be getting an announcement of this um, showcase in the next four weeks.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, so it's
1: not that long. It's not that long. Um, but then it will be long after that, <laughs> unless pre-orders then come out in November. But then you've got to wait until after Christmas. Like, I, I know March is a date that gets floated around. I think it will be sooner than that. I don't think necessarily January. It could be the start of February. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, well, since, since February, when I put out the, uh, the the video about the Q1 2023 release window, um, what I'd been hearing, like I simplified it to say Q1 2023, but what I'd been hearing was late February, early March. So we could be pushing March uh, for a release date, but I yeah. 100%, uh, I, I get it, man. I get it. Developers are getting really excited about it. It's starting to show up in the UI. Uh, we saw on the last show that it was uh homologized in brazil i don't know what word that was but it's basically like approved for psvr2 has been approved for release in brazil which generally doesn't happen until about three months before things ship so there's all these little things that are pointing toward psvr2 coming sooner rather than later and like man who the fuck knows like something could have changed uh behind the scenes and and but but the problem is is that like if sony and i said this on wednesday show but it's worth repeating if sony changed their plans and then didn't tell developers like that's just going to piss so many developers off yeah. you want to be there at launch of the new headset you don't want to be there 5 months later i mean it'll still be fine 5 months later but being being a launch title is great for sales and if the only thing keeping you from being there at launch is that sony fucking just decided not to tell you about the new launch date that they de- that they decided on That would be some pretty that would be some pretty shitty uh, maneuvering on Sony's part, and I don't think I don't think they're doing that. If the date is going to change, developers will
1: be happy only if it means one thing, and that means they have more time, not less. Bring in the time forward, regardless of how close they are. Like bringing, you know, shortening the window, especially in this day and age with all the crunch and the you know post pandemic world that we're living in. is you know that's not that's not it's not gonna be cool.
0: Yeah, well, but the other part of that is that like when you when you see somebody like uh, I am assuming Skydance Interactive, right? Well, they've got they've got Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 coming out this year for uh you know, for for PSVR1 and Quest 2 and PC VR, uh, but then they had to just say 2022, or sorry, 2023 for PSVR2. 2. Um I'm I'm assuming with, with with zero knowledge on this, I'm assuming that they would have loved to do a simultaneous launch, right? And so, it, it, so I, I don't think more time is better for everybody, right? <laughs> it's like it, that. How perfect would it have been if if PSVR two launched this holiday season and they were able to go here you go all versions uh, all, simultaneously, you know? So I, obviously the game is gonna be ready for that period of time, and uh, I don't know. So we'll, we'll see, man. We'll see. It, it, I, I feel like it's already kind of a mess, and they, and they haven't even announced a, re, a release date yet. Um, so we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, man, I had, I had all these tips ready can I, can I
1: talk about the like target for this week?
0: Yeah, please do. Because last week, this
1: yeah. is the thing, it keeps swinging. And I last week, I thought, the like's going to do okay. We hit three hundred and thirty-six. I don't know what's going on, game cats. But like after the show is over, a lot of you just come out of nowhere and just start smashing that like button. Uh, so yeah, we hit three hundred and thirty-six last week. So I'm going to go bold this week. I'm going to go bold, Brian. How bold is three hundred and fifty likes? I mean, that's that's pretty bold. It's pretty bold. Pretty bold. pretty bold.
0: Are you heartbroken when we don't hit our target?
1: Yeah, I am. I actually, um, yeah, yeah. I start writing poetry and
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Yep. Same. Same.
1: Poetry Sorry. that I'll never, I will never read out on here.
0: I, pu- I pull out some old used albums, My Chemical Romance, yes. um, Bright Eyes. I just look out the window. I yeah. just look out the window. Yeah. I just, I just stare at a pile of razor blades and cry. Well, I look out the window and
1: look, for, see if there are any likes out there and there aren't. The streets are empty. <laughs>
0: uh, that's pretty good. Uh, Dave Station VR with the $5 tip says, you're lucky I like you guys enough to take a break from the cat game. I guess Dave's playing Stray. Uh, I like Stray.
1: I still haven't played Stray. I got Stray installed, what, two Tuesdays ago now? I mean, oh, it's so depressing. You haven't, I just played, no you haven't just even started it? No. Oh, wow. Dude, this week was absolutely... The only gaming I've done this week was before this show when I had to work out and I did some Beat Saber. Yeah. And my arms were like spaghetti it was terrible it was a terrible terrible tragic it it was tragic no one would want to see me do that
0: i can't i can't blame you too much man having having been sick uh i'll tell you the my least favorite part about being sick is that uh especially when it's like stomach stuff when you feel nauseous putting on a vr headset you're like this isn't going to go well i was playing walkabout because yesterday the labyrinth course dropped on walkabout mini golf i want to play walkabout uh, yeah they they up the player limit from five players per game to eight, and so now so now it can take you four hours to get through one course. Um, it's a, it's a lot of fun though, and it's it's great to hang out with people. And they they killed it with the labyrinth course. But man, I will tell you, I couldn't play as long as I wanted to because I was nauseous and uh, and it was and it was making me sick to to stay in VR. And I hate that so much because as somebody who doesn't get motion sickness, I I obviously very much empathize with all the people who do get it because I. When it, whenever I get sick, it feels like my my stomach gets sensitive, and it, it makes it really difficult for me to play. Um, and so I empathize with anybody who gets it, even when they're not sick. That's terrible. Uh, Bell Remy, the game cat with the twenty euros. Uh, this this there's a lot of emojis going on. It looks like there's a there's a there's a choo 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 train, and then there's about twenty money bags and four glasses of red wine. Uh, Miles, I don't drink anymore, so all four of those glasses are for you. Uh, We're going to get Miles fucking drunk tonight. It's going to be awesome.
1: I am actually drinking beer, which I never drink uh, much of. But I I, I am a huge fan of red wine. But red wine, it was one day, it gave me the worst hangover ever. Really bad headache in the morning. And I don't enjoy it now. Uh, And also, when you're out and about, I think it was on my 30th birthday, many years ago. And uh, drinking lots of red wine, enjoying it. And all the photos... Of my birthday were ruined because I look like a vampire, just like red teeth. <laughs> We've ruined.
0: That sounds awesome. No, it looks terrible. We
1: just <laughs> can't like I look like a vampire, blood sucking vampire in all the photos. So now it's G and Ts, but they're a bit gassy with the tonic, and so I've I've gone with a beer beer tonight. It's all right. Okay. Um, so yeah, cheers to everyone. Even if you got water, I've got I've got some tap water. Right, tap water is what I drink coffee. the rest of the time. So. Um, Good old um, water. Highly recommend.
0: Yeah, stay hydrated for for sure. Uh, I don't, I never understand when people say I, I – I, we always talk about alcohol or or, or, or liquor or, or beer or whatever, and there's always somebody who says, man, I had such a bad time on tequila that I can never drink it again, right? Or I had a night where I, you know, drank too much of this and I can never drink it again, and I'm always just like, what? <laughs> like, I just – I, I mean, I've I, I've been hungover thousands of times in my life, and I've blacked out probably just as many uh, nights in my life, and uh, and and I've done crazy shit, and I wouldn't trade it for the world, and uh, and and I would never blame the tequila, or blame the vodka, or blame the rum, or blame the brandy, blame the fucking anything, man. I wouldn't. I, that's it's all me, and and I and if I was drinking. I would never stop drinking tequila. Tequila shit. is fucking fun. And I don't, I'll never understand why people feel like they can grow out of that shit. It's too much I'm fun. I'm not
1: good. I'm just not good with shots. But the association psychology of like when you have a yeah. drink that makes you feel unwell, or food actually. Yeah. Like, a bit of a random story, but teriyaki chicken. Do you like teriyaki chicken,
0: Brian? Sure. I'm, although I have a bad feeling that you vomited it up and you'll never eat it again.
1: Uh, no, no, no. We don't. No, no, no. But basically, I got you have Yo Sushi in it in the states. I love these comparisons. You have yeah. Yo Sushi because I know you've got uh, Yo YoTel, uh, which we don't have over here. I don't, um, I, don't I don't
0: even know what words you're using right now. Yo YoTel yo yo,
1: or is it Yo Hotel? It's, it's the Yo Sushi company has their own hotel company.
0: What's Yo Sushi? Oh, so you don't have Yo Sushi? I don't. Maybe is we it, do. I, I, I'm 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 the worst American there is. I'd be like, and unless, right, well, and unless it exists within these four walls, I don't know if yeah. we have it or not.
1: It's a sushi chain. They have the conveyor belt stuff, but it's it's oh, okay. like you go there and then I've you seen get to the a conveyor belt stuff. And yeah, you okay. go to a real sushi place. you're Like, but anyway, I went with a friend and I'd never had teriyaki chicken before, and I had it, and it was amazing. And then when I left the restaurant, I felt I was coming down with something. Got home, I had a fever that night, completely unrelated. But now my body associates teriyaki chicken with getting unwell. So now whenever I smell teriyaki chicken, it it, it it makes me feel rough because my brain's like, "Yeah, that that made you ill." So, can we? You need, you need to cry for me. I can't have a teriyaki chicken anymore. I'm so, I'm so sorry.
0: No, I don't care. That there's much. a lot of
1: injustice in the world, Brian, but there's some things that are really beyond the pale and not being able to eat teriyaki chicken.
0: But for every but for every but for every every bad side of things in the world, there's a good side of things in the world. And uh, and in the, one of the good si- things we have in this world is our regular Sunday multiplayer meetup. Uh, and Professor Lilith, with a five dollar tip, goes into some detail and says, this Sunday, July thirty first at two p.m. Eastern, the multiplayer game is Sirento. Sirento. Mo- moves only slash shoot and glide your way as a cyberpunk ninja. Professor Lilith fails to mention, probably because there's a character limit in the tip, uh, jumping, double jumping, backflips, swapping weapons midair, sliding. There's so much shit to do in Sirento. It is a lot of fun. Um, If you guys don't know, we do a multiplayer meetup every single Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, This gives you an excuse to use some of those multiplayer games that you've got in your library. Uh, Some of them... uh, How are we not doing... How are we not doing Fuck. Spark? What is happening next week? Please make it Spark. It's got to be like we, the the servers are going to shut down, and we're not we're not have gonna done Spark, not have gonna done Spark, and I should just go back to bed. Toronto
1: not have is gonna done on Spark.
0: It's moves only, Move and it's only two player multiplayer. You you, you team up yes. and, and work through these stages together. Uh, all right, here I got I got to keep moving through these uh, these tips. I know that. Think we you, got... you, you
1: do the tips, Brian, and I'll get the viewer to take over questions up and ready. All right, and then we'll blast through them. Do 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 do. Hector uh, Robles no. or Robles in the chat is doing the Lord's work. uh Every time someone likes the video, he's uh, he's writing down the title. Yeah, un-
0: <laughs> unfortunately though, because the chat's been so active, uh, I've missed a fucking ton of tips, and I can't scroll back far enough. Can um, you not? Nope. And so I, I just lost a ton of fucking tips. Do they Do disappear
1: off that... of Do you not get it through the studio? Uh, yeah, I can't go back studio. far enough.
0: Some, some, somebody tipped and said, why don't you add a join button on the YouTube page? And that's where it cuts off. I can't even see the username above it. Um, I apologize, you guys. Are they, they asking why you don't have
1: a join button? Yeah. yeah, so I, that's, I, yeah that's, that's YouTube membership. That...
0: I, I wish I could tell you guys who left the tip and how much it was for. But sadly... We if have... you
1: tell us in the chat, we'll, we'll shout you out again.
0: <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if, anybody, if anybody can go back and, and see the tips that I missed, uh, please, 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 somebody repost them for me so we can give proper shout outs to everybody who tipped. Uh, we, we, we're just not used to seeing this number of people talking uh, and, and having it move this fast. So my apologies. Um, why don't I add a join button on the YouTube page? Because we have nothing to give you currently all the benefits right now are on patreon.com slash without parole games that's where the exclusive videos are that's where everything kind of happens i will tell you that discord youtube and patreon do not talk to each other the way that we'd like them to uh and and things are kind of a mess Uh, so i would like to move everything over to youtube at some point uh just to kind of keep everything under one roof but uh but so that could very well be a thing soon. Um. I do have Mark Pringle here with the two quid. Says, "How can you hate Miles? He's a great chap." I don't hate Miles. I would never Wait, hate. Wait,
1: is that the last one you can see? Because uh, I'm scrolling through the the, uh, the, the, the one
0: the one above that is the uh, is is the one regarding the membership, uh, and I can't okay. and I can't see who left that.
1: The thing I will say about the membership stuff, and it was as I mentioned earlier, is I'm I'm launching it on my channel on Wednesday, and it's going to be a good test case because, like Brian, I do use Patreon. And I do see the benefits of both, um, and so based on that, it might be. I, I I think actually, Brian should do membership. Even if there's no extra offerings, it's just cool to have a little Game membership icon next to your name and having some special emojis in the chat. Is it? Um,
0: we you can do members. You can do free memberships. Can we? Can we do that? Free memberships?
1: No, uh, okay. I don't think so. It, it'll be. But I think it's like minimum of like two dollars a month. So it will, it would be an extra thing you do, but. I know GameCats will would be up for it. I'd sign up for it.
0: All right. Well, we'll see. I'll, I'll see. I'll see what we can make work. Um, and, and really, again, sorry guys for anybody who left a tip that I missed. I, th- I thought I had this under control, and as usual, I do not. Um, no one else can seem to scroll up. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been
1: scrolling. I can't find it. But someone in the chat mentioned it, and we'll, of course. Oh,
0: you course got cold yogurt. It. Was the one that I. Was the one that I missed. Wally is now a GameCat specifically. So, thank you. You got cold yogurt for bringing up the uh, for the, the topic. Wally is now a GameCat specifically. White Tiger, ring with Canadian two dollar tip says, "Get married soon, guys and gals."
1: Get mar- Oh, is that as, as opposed to get married now?
0: Oh, as opposed to know. get yeah, get well soon, get married, get I don't, married now. I don't get know. married now. Thank, <laughs> Thanks, so Wally. Now,
1: just makes anything seem intimidating, doesn't it?
0: I feel I feel like Waleed is uh, is is jumping the gun here. I think I have to meet somebody before I can get married. But I mean, if there's another way to go about it, I'm down. I feel like we can skip all of the uh, the nonsense, dude. Uh, Ryan, we could... it is
1: time for viewers' takeover. Thank you. Are we ready for some viewer takeover questions? Anyone in the chat? If you ever want to have your questions answered on the show, um, before Monday with AJ, Wednesday with Wes or Friday with me, Miles. Uh, go to Viewer Takeover channel on Discord um, and just post your questions there, and we try and go through as many as we can. Uh, number one, we've got Arseek, uh, the see-through game cat. Cow- I probably mispronounced that. Um, uh, I think many of us liked the blue glowing of the PSVR 1. Would you module PSVR 2 with LEDs to recreate this look, providing it doesn't interfere with the tracking, of course? I love this question because it is something I was thinking about. And it did remind me that when the DualSense controller came out for the PS5, mm-hmm. we were talking about, oh, well, the DualShock 4 had that blue, you know, the bar, the color bar, and they're removing that. And now it's like these sort of faint strips down the side. But as much as I miss the, the, you know, those colors, um, I'm kind of, you know, got used to it very quickly. Um, I do love the blue lights, like when I take photos of me wearing VR and you've got the, the lights on, it does look really cool. And it is going to be a shame to not have that anymore. Um, yeah, what are your feelings, Brian?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's time to move on. I, I do think it looks yeah. really cool. Uh, I remember on day one, uh, I, I remember Michelle came over. Uh, I'd been messing around with PSVR all day. Michelle came over. I've got pictures of her in the headset on day one. She's got pictures of me in the headset on day one. Um, and, and the lights just looked so cool, especially when you have like a, you know, a a purple and blue move controller alongside, you know, it's, it's a very cool aesthetic. Um, but I'll tell you, I'm, I'm happy to get rid of the lights if it means no more light tracking. Uh, it's so, and, and, you know, what would happen miles, we, we'd install some led strips or something on our new PSVR two headsets and it would screw up the inside out tracking. Right. And so like, we'd go through all this time and effort to make it look cool just to screw up you know, the brand new tracking system. We'd be peeling that shit off in a heartbeat.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to stick stuff on your brand new headset. I mean, someone might. Um, yeah. But yeah. Cool. By the way, everyone keeps asking me to say this word with my accent. I will only do it if we hit 300 likes in this live show. So there you go. Game on with the challenge. Oh. Next question. Shades of Hype Neutrality uh, has asked us, Considering Meta's recently uh, announced price increase for the Quest 2 lineup, what do you think the chances are that Sony tries to undercut them on price? $349, question mark. And uh, this was the one I was thinking about when we were talking earlier about are they going to move the dates around? And I do wonder if, you know, Sony is, you know, at the moment looking at what the competitors are doing. Um, But in terms of pricing, I've always said... I, re- I look at the British pricing as sort of a bottom, like best case scenario, because I know some people in the chat before have said, oh, it would be great if it was like $300. Uh, but it's like, but then the equivalent would be £250 in the UK. There is no way in hell it's going to be that cheap. Um, $350 would mean 300, uh, like £300. I just think that's going to be way too cheap for what it is. So... I think it's going to be $399 and then £349 or 350 in the UK. Yeah. Um, I think it will be under the 400 mark, but could be wrong. Um, I don't actually know what is happening with the um, the, the pricing on, on Meta. Um, but, yeah, what are your thoughts on this, Brian?
0: Well, what's happening with the price on Meta is that in about three days, uh, all of their... The price on all of their headsets is going up, up by a hundred dollars each SKU. It's going up, up by a hundred dollars. The shit's been out for two years, and now they're increasing the price by a hundred dollars. It's not how stuff's supposed to go down, Miles. I don't know if you're aware. Um, in fact, this stuff's supposed to go down in price after two years. Um, and, and then on they're actually raising the price of all their uh, accessories as well which is just not so and I'll tell you what man it just proves that shit's not going well over there not, not the way that they want it to uh, and, I'll, and I'll say this about that is that I don't think, I don't think Sony needs to undercut them. I think they can absolutely put the price at $400 and and, and show hey uh, you know if you, want, if you want to put these two headsets side by side uh, and, and see what they're capable of then that's all you need to do that's how you undercut them by saying for virtually the same price you are getting this drastic drastic drastically different experience um and and, i mean compare horizon call of the mountain to even the best looking game on quest 2 uh I'd, i'd say maybe resident evil 4 right like it looks really good but it looks like you put a 20-year-old GameCube game right <laughs> into a headset and, and, you know, up the resolution. That's exactly what it looks like. In, in, in all fairness, that actually looks pretty good. But you just can't compare something like that to Horizon Call of the Mountain. I think people are going to go, yeah, you don't need to undercut them. Like, just sell it the same price, sell it even more. People will realize that, that people are willing to spend money for something that's going to be awesome.
1: Right. If it was everyone had access to the same games and there's a competition on what headset are you going to wear to play them on, then yeah, it's about pricing is going to be a distinguishing factor, and you know that's what the quest has uh, quest two had been good at. Um, But PlayStation, as you say, they don't. They they do have compet. They are playing in the virtual reality space, but they're dominating with their gaming offerings. And so, Yeah. um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Premium product. Um, and, and often we forget that reducing the price sometimes makes your product seem cheaper. Like sometimes there is a benefit of having a more expensive price. It, it, you get a sense of, okay, this is a premium product. If I'm buying this, um, you know, you associate it
0: with quality. I'm sorry, uh, D- David in the chat says three ninety nine quid with Call of the Mountain. Uh, I think that's I think it's an interesting take, right? I, I, but I but I also don't think I, I think the smartest thing Sony can do is keep everything out of the box that doesn't need to be in the box, right? It's like yeah. give us the headset and the controllers, and that's it, right? Because you want to make sure that you can sell it to us as cheap as you possibly can, right? They they may or may not take a loss on it, uh, but but if you start if you put in something like Call of the Mountain where that they could easily sell. For anywhere between fifty to seventy dollars on its own, depending on the length and, and you know overall uh, depth of the game, uh, that like that that selling that at full price could help them uh, kind of uh, kind of make up for I forget the word I was trying to use kind of make up for the uh, you know a- any hit that they might be taking on the hardware, right? Right. And and so you don't, you don't want to put Call of the Mountain in the box. Uh, unless because you don't want to raise the price by fifty bucks, you don't want to raise. You don't want to put out a bundle and say, "Hey, it's four fifty or five hundred dollars or whatever." You want to keep everything out of the box and then and sell it as cheap as possible. I saw somebody on Twitter who didn't know what they were talking about saying, "Oh, this you know PSVR two is going to launch at four hundred dollars uh, with for just a headset and then five hundred dollars for the headset and two sense controllers." And I was like, "No, Sony themselves." have been very clear about this, that every headset will come bundled with two sense controllers. And so that's yeah. all I need in the box, man. Just make it as cheap as you possibly can and just put what the necessary stuff in there.
1: Well, I guess if you want to play Headmaster 2 <laughs> <Right. laughs> on PSVR 2, <laughs> then, yeah, you just get that. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to skip to um, awesome Tatum, who asked a question uh, on Viewers Takeover. Which relates to this which is are we getting psvr2 bundles at launch and if so what do you think they will be um bundles always seem to come later but again i i wasn't engaged in psvr when it first came out when it first came out did it actually have any bundles or was oh, it sure just, okay. yeah even on even at launch
0: yeah even at launch the it was there was a there's a PlayStation VR worlds bundle because don't forget when worlds came out, it was a $40 game. Right. Right. They charged way too much for that thing. Um, and I, and I want to say that maybe the worlds bundle was the one that came with the two move controllers. Uh, and then there was just the headset on its own. Uh, so this is a, you know, we're, we're obviously talking about a much different, uh, sales strategy for the new headset, but yeah, so I, so there was a bundle at launch, uh, but, and I don't know, you know, like maybe if they can sell the headset for three fifty, and then and then make the Horizon bundle four hundred, uh, and then sell the Horizon game on its own for sixty or seventy dollars, right? And then make the whole package look more attractive, be like, oh, I save ten to twenty dollars if I buy this bundle. I don't know. There's got, there's maybe a way to do it, but I don't know. If there wasn't a supply issue,
1: because this is the thing, it was. It's also what I thought about all the customizable plates to your PS five mm-hmm. that. On the one hand, it's like, yeah, you can produce these, but at a time when people can't even get PlayStation 5s, are you really going to start, you know, having other supply issues with creating other products? Um, But a part of me feels that they could... It would be a cheap strategy, but I think it would be effective, which is they could release PSVR 2 bundles that come with games that aren't necessarily PSVR 2 games. So you could have, like, the No Man's Sky... Or, you know, I don't know, Skyrim with upgraded graphics. And that's a way of saying, like, you know, for the people that are fans of No Man's Sky, this is your way of jumping in. Um, hmm. And sometimes, actually, when I bought my PlayStation 4 Pro, um, and actually my PlayStation, no, no, it was just my PlayStation 4 Pro. Sometimes the bundles just come with a, a code, don't they? It's not a physical copy of a game. Yeah. It's just his. And with a lot of VR games that are digital only. There's every chance that they just say, yeah, we'll just slip in the box. Um, But then they don't even need to do that, do they? We talked about the collector's edition of the PlayStation Plus. What would the VR one look like? You know, they don't even need to have different branding on the boxes then. They just say, if you buy PSVR 2, you're going to get access to the PlayStation Plus VR collectors. And I I think that is the way they're going to go if they're going to do anything at all
0: uh crikey in the chat and i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right he says i think it's going to come with a free game i think they will make the ps5 version of astrobot a vr game too i i I think what i will say is that i think you're right about uh astrobot i think there will be some kind of astrobot experience right because astrobot is now their character to introduce new hardware here's your playstation 5 here's your dual sense controller i it would be insane to me I, and that's what I think we'll get in the box. Honestly, uh, it's just like a free download for the AstroBot PSVR2 game or experience. Um, not even, not even Rescue Mission Two. Right? That that sounds like a full yeah 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 a agreed full agreed game that, that we'll get in a year or two. Uh, this will just be the the thing that introduces you to PSVR2. Um, but I don't I don't think a, I don't think we're getting a free game. Um, although oh, yeah, I don't either. You and I spent hours uh, the last week or the week before talking about all the free quote-unquote games they could be giving us with a plus collection. And I think, that's, yes. I think that's the smartest move rather than putting something in the box itself. Because
1: also, I, look, I don't want to like bring the, the tone of the show to a really serious... Oh, do uh,
0: it. Do it, do it, do it. I'm, I'm going to make you full screen. Okay. <laughs>
1: When the PlayStation 5 came out, it was at a time where a lot of people were going through a lot of economic turmoil due, due to the um, the pandemic. Um, and the thing is that the, the the economy has not got any better since. If anything, it's got a lot worse. Um, in the news this week, we have, um, you know, there's a lot of talk in the UK about food banks. You know, we have, I think you call them food banks in the US as well, but these are places where people donate food. We even have like healthcare workers You know, saving people's lives that then have to use food banks because they can't afford uh, to buy food because of the cost of living crisis. Um, And it's even to a point where there are now people at food banks that are turning down free food because they don't have the money to pay for the energy in their homes to heat the food, like boiled potatoes or for the fridge and stuff. Um, And there's a lot of talk this week in the news about heating banks might be set up for this winter but they're basically going to be places around the UK for people that can't afford to heat their homes so they can go there to keep warm. The reason I bring up this serious issue is like in the grand scheme of things for gaming, gaming is a luxury. Like we are incredibly lucky uh, to be able to buy these you know, expensive tech products and in a way escape from the world in VR and enjoy all these different worlds. And um, the reason I, I bring that serious point up is because the, I'm pretty sure the collectors um PlayStation Plus collectors for PS5 was a part of Sony thinking, yeah. The economy's not doing great at the moment. We need to give more value for those that are going to be willing to, you know, put their hand in their pockets and fork out for a $500 console. Um I think the case is even more that they need to give more value for people that are going to be willing to fork out not just for a PS5, but now for a virtual reality headset. And having a collector's PlayStation Plus, um, you know, sorry, a PlayStation Plus collection for VR, the cost of that is virtually nothing. Because if it's for PSVR games that have already been released and are just going to be digital download codes, that's stuff that Sony is... If that's really going to be what persuades people to go out and get it, I'm going to spend X amount on a new headset and I'm going to have 10 games to play from the get-go, even if they're not all particularly new games, that's going to be a much more um, enticing thing than I'm going to buy this headset, cripple myself financially, Oh, and now I've got to think about what game am I going to buy. Um, So, yeah. Uh,
0: While it is now a GameCat, specifically White Tiger with Canadian $5 tip, I want to make sure we get these tips. I, I I am doing my my due diligence in copying and pasting these things so I don't let them get too far. I promise you guys. Um, Canadian five dollar tip says the first batch of PSVR twos will sell out day one, so Sony can price it a bit higher. However, the wow factor will be at three hundred or three fifty. First impressions matters. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's uh, I think it's absolutely um, I, that that is. I think that's what we have to be aware of is that I think the first batch is absolutely going to sell out no matter what, right? Because, because we've got the early adopters who already have their PlayStation 5, who've, been, who've had their PlayStation 5s for a while, uh, and anybody buying a PlayStation 5 right now, just because PSVR 2 is on its way, these are people who are, like, ready. And we've, a lot of us have been ready for two years or three years or four years long before PlayStation 5 even came out. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't think at all there's going to be any issue uh, selling out the first batch, um, but you're right. I think I think that there is a message you need to get out there. If you're Sony, you have to say we're fucking serious about this shit, and we want to make sure that every single person uh, who's even remotely curious about VR is buying our is buying a PSVR two headset. We want everybody in.
1: That's absolutely it and it's also about the branding. You don't want gaming. As we said, gaming is a luxury product, whether we like it or not. Like, it's a luxury to play virtual reality. But from an optics perspective, Sony wouldn't want their new product to seem like an elitist thing. Like, this is the elite club. It's only for rich people. And we know that isn't the case, but optics do matter. So when they do come out and say, look, we know it's been a tough year for everyone, so we're now doing these, these schemes, you know, these free games and stuff like that, you know, that really does cut through. I think it really does because I do think about a lot of kids that, you know, that might be in families that are struggling and they go to school with other kids that have got the latest gadget, you know, Mm. it's it's the classic example. And so anything that can be done to, um, you know, um, you know, lift the gaming experience of people that are struggling, I think that's good optically as well. Um, And ultimately their companies, that's why they do it. They do it for optics and branding, don't they? Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, which further uh, mystifies the the entire meta situation right now. It's like, what are you doing this for? You know, I've, I've heard right. I've heard some rumors through the grapevine as to exactly the reasons why they did it. And it's not the reasons any of us thought. And, uh, and I'll tell you, all it says is spell doom and gloom for that company over there. Uh, Mako XL with a Canadian $10 tip says, am I in the right place? Okay, I want you to make a take. Take a second, okay. I want you to look around. Uh, no, that's that's not me. That's that's you. Look around, okay. Uh, do do you see any cats? Do you see any horror movies? Do you see any pizza? And most importantly, do you see any VR games? And if the answer to any of those questions is no, you're in the wrong place. Okay. Uh, GB, the col- uh, gb this genetic blasphemy keeps changing his name. Genetic blasphemy, the first colossal chromatic gaming squid cat. You are absolutely the fucking first colossal squid cat. Um, with a $5 tip says, I'm not the average consumer, but I would happily hand my bank cart to Sony and never look at the receipt. I'd pay $100 extra for swappable cushions. You know, he's talking about the uh, the padding in the headset. I'm assuming he's referring to it as the cushions. Um,
1: mine's tearing out it's actually the same as my ps5 um headphones that the, the, the thing's coming off now so i can see the same cheap material inside all these devices i've paid so much for
0: is it peeling out of the headset or is it flaky or is the uh outside it's not flaking no
1: it's literally like untucked and now oh, it's okay. just showing the foam um it is flaking on the uh, on the VR headset though yeah yeah um <sighs> yeah Right. I, would,
0: I would like some replaceable ones myself. We have more viewer takeover questions?
1: Yeah, we do. We have a few more. Uh we'll go through these quickly. Uh Brucey, two sheds Gamecat. Meow. when you finally get to open the door and receive a package with the PSVR2, how do you think you will debut it on the channel, Brian? Hmm. Live yeah. unboxing, setup and first
0: impressions or something pre-recorded? Let me let me tell you. Uh I have uh, I, I, made a lot of mistakes when it came to PSVR one. Uh, I didn't, I don't, I don't know what people like, uh, I'm learning what people like. I, I now understand after watching YouTube over the last seven years, I, I realize that nobody out there is like me and no one consumes content the way that I do. Uh, and so I have to like kind of reverse my thinking, uh, not, you know, not, not to be a not to make the channel bigger, but to give the people who actually are watching the thing that they want, that they're here for the thing that they want to see. Uh, and so uh, I've learned quite a bit and uh, dude, you don't even know the plans I have for PSVR too. Uh, like I, I don't, he's talking, talking to me as well. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's everything that you can possibly think of, man. Like, I mean, I just want to make sure that I have a video documenting, uh, you know my my first seconds, my first minutes, my first hours. Uh, you know any any anything that might you might have a question about. I want to make sure I, I've got the answer in a video somewhere, um, and and absolutely it all starts with an unboxing video and that depends, you know, when do I get, when do I get the headset? Do I, does Sony send me one early as a, a lot of people have suggested they should? Uh, I don't believe that that will be the case. I feel like I'm going to be pre-ordering it with you guys and getting it on day one with everybody else. And so then, you know, do, how do I do the unboxing video? The unboxing video becomes a pre-recorded thing if I get the thing early, right? And then I'm under embargo and can't share anything. And then that releases the second embargo lifts, you know, like you can get watch watched, you can, you, you can watch me open it up and pull out every single part of it. If, if i get it with you guys then that's a live video suddenly right it's like i i have thought this through over and over and over and i'm just handling the psvr2 when psvr1 launched i didn't know i was going to change the whole direction of the channel uh to to just be just covering psvr1 for six years straight uh, we were covering retro games and current gen games we were just a full-on gaming channel and and then i i decided uh, about a month or two into psvr that i was like i don't this is all I want to talk about. I, I was I was always changing the course of the conversation during every single show to talk about PSVR One, and my co-hosts were like, "More of this." And then finally, I said, "I just want to talk about this all the time." And I was very very fortunate that they came on board with me and said, well, "Yeah, we'll do this if that's what you want to do. We're down too. This thing's cool." Um, so I felt very fortunate, but that meant I missed the whole launch. Right? I, I didn't get to do all these cool launch videos, and I sh- in retrospect, I should have done them two months later. Right, Just be- because for all the new people that were joining the channel, but I, I didn't realize that that could be a thing. So yeah, I'm absolutely uh, pulling out all the stops for PSVR 2. This is going to be a radically different uh, experience on YouTube than PSVR 1 was, for sure. The
1: Silent Hill Game Cat said let Tornado do the unboxing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll,
0: do, I'll get two PSVRs. I'll get one for her. Yes. Right? And I'll let her unbox one and I'll post that on Tornado's uh, YouTube channel.
1: Well, that would be what happens if you do pre-order it for yourself and then Sony does send you one early anyway. Then you'll have to do that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That would do so well, man. That would be a great video. Uh, I also remember IGN um, Destin doing the PS5 unboxing where he had, like, latex gloves on. It was the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. Like he was, It took him forever to, like, get out of the box because it wasn't easy. But, uh, yeah, no, I do remember that. Um Right, uh, Twitch of the EFG asked on viewers' takeover, what is tonight's 20 questions game? Not sure I can stay till the end, so I was hoping you could just let us all know right now. It's my turn to choose the qu- uh, the game. Uh, and I don't actually know at the moment either. I always um Okay, choose it's, my, it it's Minecraft. Okay. Minecraft. Okay, I'm going to have to choose. I'll choose again later. All right, who's up Spooker next? Man. Oh, yeah. Asked... Um, well, I don't know if this happened in the US, before the PSVR 1 launch in the UK, there was a number of demonstrations you uh, could book an appointment for around the country. Mm-hmm. Do you think Sony will do this pre-launch of the PSVR 2, uh, and what games would they have for consumers to play? Um, you were mentioning on Wednesday's show with Wes, um, saying that we spoke about before the idea that the best marketing for psvr2 Mm. is going to be the broadcast functionality and like that was my favorite thing on that blog because i was always mentioning that i was disappointed with the terrible broadcast options on psvr1 um during the pandemic mentioned it many times before the dual sense 3d audio haptics all these things they wanted to show. They wanted to have stands all over the world. And the pandemic meant it couldn't be done. And so that was a real knock on their marketing. But people talk about it. And I think that actually the same reason that PlayStation doesn't go to a lot of events these these days. They're smarter with their money. They know they don't need to actually yeah. do. They'll do invites for maybe influencers. But um, I think they're mainly going to rely on the fact that VR people are already going to be getting it. And then that is going to have a rippling effect. Um, you know, the fact if you want to broadcast and you be in it, you just need the mm-hmm. HD camera. Um, you know, they know what they're doing. So, yeah, I, I don't think there are going to be... There isn't going to be an effort for that other than for, for influencers.
0: You, you don't think... I mean, I, I know in, in, a, in a post... I, I love calling it a post-COVID world because everyone I know has COVID right now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we're, like, still in the midst of it. But do you think in a post-COVID world um, that... That people are going to walk into a store and see a kiosk with a VR headset and go, oh man, I got to try this thing, right? Like, even if there's like a box of like, you know, uh, alcoholic wipes or something, right? Like, that's right there so you can like clean it off before you use it, you know, so you can sanitize it yourself so you can feel safer. Do you, even if there are kiosks, for people to 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 use like in GameStop or Best Buys or whatever like that. I don't know what you have in the UK. Uh no, it's don't care. Um do you think people will do you think people will actually put the thing on their head because like oh I heard this was amazing. Uh roller dice. let's put this thing on.
1: Yeah, I I just feel that and, and look this could be just me being in a bubble and not someone who does, you know, goes to a lot of GameStop. We we it's called Game in the UK. Uh, very similar. Oh yeah. I've heard um, but that. um yeah, um I I think we're just getting to a point now where they they, it takes up space in the shop, like it's a lot of hassle. Um, I think they're just going to rely on the fact that there's going to be a massive there's going to be a massive surge of people that get as you say the first batch will probably sell out very quickly, and that's just going to get the ball rolling. You know, the world has changed a lot since the first one came out. You know, the way that. You know, gaming is covered online. You know, anyone can, you know, make gaming videos now. Everyone's a streamer. On Everyone's, Everyone's a streamer. A streamer. Right. Everyone posts on Instagram. You know, everyone um, is an influencer. You know, even if they just, you know, they do Instagram for their friends. Right. When they have products, you know, they'll show them say, this is amazing, you got to try it out. Um, so, yeah, look, I'm not denying these things couldn't happen. I just don't think it's going to be a concerted strategy from Sony. Yeah. Um
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I I just I just feel like they have to hit the ground running. I have to make I feel like they have to cover all of their bases. They have to make sure that if there's a way to sell these things, that they are there to do it. Right? Because I think I think I think meta actually paved the way for a successful launch, right? Meta got people interested in VR, meta got VR headsets on people's heads. Now, now now it's time for Sony to say yeah but here's what a triple A game looks like in VR and you've never seen anything like this before right how do you do that is it enough for for streamers to do it is it enough to just throw a couple kiosks out there in the mall is it enough no i don't think any of these things are enough when you're trying to capitalize on the 100 million people that will ultimately buy a PlayStation 5 so selling it to only six percent of that audience is not going to be enough again, right? I do think that if if PSVR two fails, we can pretty much say goodbye to PSVR three. right? If, if PSVR two only sells six to ten million units, I, the, I think that's the end, right and And so they they need to take this really, really seriously. because uh, I'm pretty sure that they know because it's not it's not even like Sony to give to to give something like this another chance. PSP PSP actually sold really really well enough to give g- give them a reason to sell a PlayStation Vita, but then PlayStation Vita didn't sell all that well, and they were just like, you know what, we're gonna pull the plug. PlayStation VR one didn't sell all that well, um, not not comparatively, right? Mm-hmm. And like it, it did well for a VR headset, but I think Sony wanted to sell way more of those things, and so because of that, I, I'm actually shocked that there's a PSVR two. It just actually shows Sony's commitment to the to the the medium to the platform. Uh, and, but but I do think that this is it. If it doesn't, if this doesn't work, then I think they're done. At least for at least for a few years, right? Until VR becomes yeah. mainstream, and then they're like, oh, we'll, we'll come back now.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, The last viewer takeover before we get to the main topic Go is ahead. so Sony, or, and this is from uh, people the mistaken NDA. Right, <laughs> great name. Uh, so Sony always say soon at the end of most PSVR two blogs. What does soon mean for Sony? Two months? I mean, two months is soon in the grand scheme. Look, if PSVR 2 is coming out in March, when we had the um, state of play in... Was it in June? It was in June, wasn't it? Um, Yes,
0: the beginning of June.
1: From June... If you're in June and you're looking at September, yeah, that's soon compared to March. Uh, You know, um, so... Yeah, I I I I I've I've always believed this and I'm standing by it. I do think that's, you know, state of play, uh, sorry, um PlayStation showcase in in September yeah. is going to be absolutely huge, not just for flat screen games but for PSVR2 as well. Yeah. It's going to be a massive celebration.
0: Agreed. Agreed. I do think that uh I, I think that Sony was Sony's learned a lot of lessons, and they've learned a lot of hard lessons. And it's been, it's actually been the absolute correct thing for them to do to pull out of Paris Games Week, to pull out of Tokyo Game Show, to pull out of CES. I mean, like they just they don't have this big presence at any of these shows anymore. Uh, you know, E three doesn't even really exist anymore. Um, and so, they for for them to have these concerted efforts, these big events, you know, people, I think, I think the fans have shown that they're not interested in these tiny little state of plays. Right there's so much backlash when Sony goes, hey, we, even when they say, hey, we're just going to showcase a bunch of indie games. When they what, then they do a showcase, they do they do a, a, a state of play with a bunch of indie games, and then people get mad. Right, but we told you, we told you it's just going to be indie games, and they're like, we don't care. We did this isn't what we wanted, and so I, I think I think Sony's hearing that and says so like, you know what, it's like let's pull it back. Let's only do a couple state of plays a year when we have a lot of cool stuff to announce. Let's and then let's do our big showcase in September. Where it can be our own e three where people get excited about everything all at once like right this is this is the moment you've been waiting for all year, and we're just gonna like hold back on all this information and just kind of like pfft, blow it up and it's over one of the face. most
1: and it's one of the most viewed gaming videos every year yeah their um their uh, um sh- showcase yeah. and the reason they moved away from e three in terms of dates is why fight against the noise when you can just Wait a couple of months and then it's open. You're not quite at Christmas yet. You're not quite at Black Friday yet, but you're past E three and those events where there was some excitement, you know, some announcements were made. Um, I can't wait. I really, really, really can't wait.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. All right, man, we've got two tips and then we'll uh and and then we'll hit up the main topic of the show. <laughs>
1: Which is gonna be a short sure one to be fair. <laughs> like yeah. that's why we've had a lot of viewer takeover questions, but it's going to be a good one.
0: Yeah, we didn't want to shortchange you guys. <laughs> We're like, yeah. well, we like, didn't want to just give you a 20-minute show because the topic wasn't going to be very long. <laughs> um, Darth Vader, the Game Cat with the $10 tip, meow, said, I just want to thank meow. Brian and all the co-hosts for giving Absolute Banger Gamescast. You all are the best. Hope we hear new info sooner than later for PSVR 2. Yeah, to, to kind of follow up on the last uh, the last viewer takeover question about soon, uh, and to to reference what Darth Vader's talking about here, I I I one hundred percent thought we were going to get something PSVR two specific be- like some before the September showcase, and I'm actually you know obviously now that we're rolling into August I'm like well that would be ridiculous like you know is there going to be something big in August and then something big in September highly doubtful, but I'm kind of happy about it now. Because now, when all eyes are on Sony, as you said, one of the biggest events in gaming of the year, when all eyes are on Sony, then they get to say, they get to shove PSVR 2 down our throats and That's say, we don't, we don't care if you like VR or not. We, we need to show this to you because this is a big thing. Because deal.
1: also, when PSVR games are normally shown on State of Plays and that, and people are annoyed, it's because, well, I don't have PSVR. Whereas when they show PSVR 2, yeah, no one has PSVR two. Like that—that's the thing. They're going to be showing stuff where everyone is on the same page. Now there will still be people that complain because they don't care about PSVR two. But I think it's going to be—it's going to be a I hate using the word game changer when you're talking about gaming. But it really is in terms of the industry and, and this technology. So, um, and also, but I do think that the, the I, although I was always set on September, and then there was like you know mentions of we might get something a bit sooner. Um, I was suspecting something, but the blog post for me was like, that was good enough. That's a good middle ground thing Mm -hmm. where it was actually, it had some decent information and it was the kind of information that would have been weird to put in a state of play on its own. Yes. Um, I thought it was an awesome blog post, like really, really cool. And as someone who's not used other headsets, you know, seeing the uh, the view where you can look around you in the room. um, That's great. My only question on that, Brian, before we get to the main topic is the looking out, uh in the room around you does that allow um ar games to be used because obviously i know that you can map out the room and so you see on the floor the um, playstation shapes on the floor that's very minimal but like would that actually allow you to have ar games as well or full-on
0: ar games uh is i mean anything's possible Right, because right. we don't we don't actually know what's going sure. on in the PSVR2 headset. But I would say no, right? Yeah, I think, I, I think especially and and I got to be honest, man. I think especially when it comes to Sony's, uh, they they are so dead set focused on gamer safety and in in gamer comfort. And what mm-hmm. I anytime I've used a pass through in another headset, well, Quest is what I've mostly seen the pass through in. It's not there's a delay. Right, like you're not sitting there, and it's like you're just looking through the headset. You're looking at a camera that's looking through your headset, and so there's a delay when you turn your head when you try to walk through the room. Like if you try to walk through your room, you're probably going to trip and fall, right? Because like there's a disconnect between what's happening with your feet and what's happening with your eyes, Um, even if it's a very very subtle, um, you know, delay. And so I I would imagine because again you're you're seeing through cameras that the same thing would be happening. I think Sony's just too cautious about. Um, consumer safety, to allow it to be like, hey, now let's play a game this way. It's like, oh, that sounds like a terrible idea, actually. Um, I, I think we'd see a dedicated device for that. But, you know, anything, anything's possible. Who knows? Uh, yeah. D- Daniel Kat says it needs color. If, and, That's and, right. And, and if he means for a game, they could absolutely use the black and white background and post color things, uh, you know, on top of it, right? You know, like they could actually, they could animate, color graphics on top of your black and white room but
1: because there was color wasn't there because when you're looking at the floor it has got i'm just looking at the blog again yeah the uh, playstation it has the blue and the red so there is color obviously yeah the the root your the physical room which in a way would be a safety feature because it's like what what is black and white is reality and then the color is like an overlay you know having that difference um interestingly when we start talking about playstation home you know there's an argument that could the arb You customize your actual room, so could you actually put your PlayStation trophies, yeah, like on the wall in your room or stuff like that? I don't know. Um, Dude, we still have two
0: more tips, and then we'll tackle the biggest uh, the the topic of the day. Nice. All right. Looper the underground game cat with the five euros says, "I'm watching old videos from the channel. It's funny to see how skeptical Brian was about PSVR when it was first announced. I don't so so I." Here's a. Uh, here's something I don't know if you guys know about me. I can't stand to watch back episodes that I've been I've partaken in, participated in. I, I I used to be so hypercritical about everything I did on the channel that I would watch my reviews a hundred times after they were done to be like, oh, what can I improve on? Oh, I can't believe I said it this way. Why didn't I change this in post? You know, wh- whatever. And then Gamescast were like. Pfft. You know, it was like so so hypercritical about myself that I at a certain point I just had to stop watching and go. You know what? I think they're good enough. I think I'm. I think my performance is good enough. I just have to smile and nod and go. Yep. This is this is this is the best I'm going to be. Uh, and maybe you know, hopefully over the course of a few years, I'll get better. Um, I can't I can't go back and watch those or I will just fucking cringe from beginning to end. So I have to take your word on it. <laughs> but it's it is funny to hear that how skeptical I was about it because I had no idea. I had no idea what to expect. So I'm not surprised. But it is funny to hear.
1: Mm. Shitzy Game GameCat said a Kojima game where some scary shit stands looking at you through the see-through camera would make me piss my pants. Yes, um, I do know there was an iPhone game. I mean, there's probably lots of them now. But years and years ago, there was an AR game where, in your house, you turn the lights off and you go around with your iPhone camera, and it maps on the on your on your rooms. So there are actually ghosts in certain rooms in your house. So. Like, <laughs> you know,
0: there, there was a 3DS game that did that too, didn't there? Wasn't oh, there? there? Um, Possibly, yeah. The Spirit Camera, or was it The Hidden, or I don't know. There's a bunch Land. of games that all kind of sound the same and they all uh, came out around the same time, so they all jumble up in my brain. But, um, okay, and finally, Donatello, the scientist, Game GameCat, with the $10 wow. tip says kittens, kittens, they are rambunctious, playful, curious, and unconditionally loving, among other things, even though cats scratch and bite hurting me intentionally or not i still love them and i love you cats No, so sweet nice
1: you remember on windows they used to have the game dogs with a z at the end and cats with a z at the end and it was on your desktop i don't know, I know you, on your desktop you could have like a little it's like a tamagotchi but it was like a virtual cat and dog maybe they could do that with the ar stuff for the psvr 2 so if you don't actually have a cat, you could have loads of kittens around you.
0: It'd be pretty cool. Properly. I just want to cosplay as a cat with big giant cat paws <laughs> cool. in a tail. Yeah. It's like it's Brian, but in cat form. <laughs> <I don't know. sighs> yep. Yeah. All right, man. So what's 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 our main topic of the day? What are we what are we doing over here? What's going on? I'm so lost.
1: So we've talked about it, you know, and like with a lot of these big topics. These aren't in isolation. These aren't topics that we've never mentioned before. But, you know, sometimes we do these shows and there'll be a part where we talk about one thing and we go away and think, actually, one day we could actually do that as a full thing. So today's one is about when you put that PSVR 2 headset on and you turn it on for the first time, what would be the dream scenario? Like, what would you like that opening menu to be? Now I will caveat and say that from the recent PSVR2 blog post mm-hmm. I've got a concerning sense that we are just going to get a flat menu of the PS5. How do you think that?
0: Well, let's break that down a little bit, right? Like the, the thing is is I what I wasn't considering really when when we were breaking down the article on Wednesday was that um is that we could have Something very similar to what we see in Quest, which is you have a virtual space, right, that you're sort of inhabiting. And it's, you know, it's a VR room, right, VR landscape. And then you tap a button and it brings up the menu, which is just a flat screen. It's basically a cinema screen that's hovering. You can move around, put it wherever you want it, but it's hovering just in that virtual space. So here's your flat screen, which is kind of crazy, you know, for something like Quest that is not also a flat screen device. Where all your all your interactions are still being done on a flat screen within the VR White. space, so you know you you would think, oh, I'm going to grab this cube and like throw it into this machine to start the game or or something like something more interactive. But yet here we are, we're just kind of like click 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 clicking our way through a menu uh, on a White. flat screen, which is really strange to me when you think about it. So at the I think at the absolute bare minimum, that's what we'll get. We'll still get this virtual space. But then we'll also get this like this home screen that's just sort of floating there, and it could very much be our PlayStation Five home screen. Who knows? Um, my only hope, yeah. Miles, is that the my one hope is that they make it laser pointer activated rather than you know you're just using the analog stick to navigate it like you would be right. on on your actual home screen.
1: Indeed, with PSVR 1, when you go to the menu, it's like, I've got to pick up the Dual Sense controller now to flick through to the game I want. Like, that alone has just been so, so annoying. Um, yeah, and so, like, look, the big idea that Brian and I have, and many of you have, is could PlayStation Home make a comeback or some kind of thing? Because we keep mentioning, the dream for me is you put it on and you spawn in this virtual room that you're in. And it means that you have access to so many different features that we'll talk about and really interested to hear in the chat what your thoughts are on it. And so, you know, we mentioned things in the past like, you know, having a cabinet for your trophies, PlayStation trophies to be there. You can choose which ones you want to be at the forefront. Um, You know, Iron Man uh, VR had, you know, the trophies appear in the game. That was kind of cool. You know, what if um, someone said they'd love it if there was a PlayStation 1 home screen? What if in your room you could actually go over, and there's a PlayStation 5 there, or every PlayStation. So there was actually a PlayStation 1 there, and you could actually play PlayStation 1 games in the room. Like, really, there's a a lot of self-referential stuff that's done in games, like in Doom Eternal. Spoilers. But in your Doom base, uh, you're actually able to unlock the original Doom games, which is, like, such a, a crazy thing to think, that something that used to once be sold as its own game Is now an Easter egg in a future game of the series. Um, What if there were movie tickets by the front door? And when you go over them, it's like all the latest Sony releases. And you could actually choose one and then either via payment or if it's a part of some package. I know they were testing in Poland. um, PlayStation Plus coming with like a movie offering as well. Mm -hmm. You know, what if that could be a way for you to then, you know, check out and see movies? What if you could invite people over? There's just so so much that could be done, but to kickstart this, Brian, before we get into more imaginings, uh, I wanted to pull up this article by Richard Warren. Uh, it was a Game Run article that was um, from February of this year, I believe. Um, and we won't read all of this, but you know, the idea of PlayStation Home making a comeback is not, you know, a unique idea. Lots of people have been thinking about it again and again. There was also news this year that Sony were up were they updating the trademark for playstation homes straight away people are freaking out going oh is it making a comeback there's no guarantees but at a time when the metaverse is going to be this battleground um some kind of playstation home does seem like an option and so i'm just going to read a few extracts of this article so like right at the top richard writes you know with psvr2 coming soon i kind of laugh him saying that in february February seems like a long time ago, right? We were talking about what does soon mean earlier. He says PlayStation Home should make a comeback and Media Molecule could be the best studio to develop a new version. And so he says in the first opening paragraph, PlayStation Home was a truly unique social game for the PS3 and it is remembered fondly by those that spent time with it. In the game, players made their own avatars and entered a virtual world where they could purchase their own outfits and apartments, living out a second life within a PlayStation-focused universe. Players could collect items and explore areas based on iconic PlayStation franchises like Uncharted. I remember there was Resistance um, and meeting up with new people and making friends in the game's busier areas. Um, those that spent even a bit of time in the free-to-play game will likely remember the larger group of gamers on the dance floor or watching shows like the Tester in the games theater. Oh, I remember the unfortunately... Tester. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember too. Um, unfortunately, all players have uh, all players have our memories. As PlayStation Home was shut down on March thirty first, two thousand fifteen, it was in two thousand. Eight it came out i believe yeah. uh well no alternative was offered during the ps4 generation now may be the perfect time to bring it back and media molecule could be the best member of the playstation studios to develop it brian yes what are your memories of playstation home for game cats some of them that have voted in the poll already saying what's playstation home like what is your
0: memory of it uh my memory of it was like e- even at the time uh, i was kind of like what's the Point of this? This seems yes. a little bit clunky, and it seems a little bit. Um, I, I guess I look back at it now and go, "It was before its time, right?" It was like, you know, this this would be a perfect, you know, Second Life type app for for for, for the PlayStation brand. Uh, but at the time, it seemed like it was it had a lot of great ideas that didn't quite come together all that well. The, the PlayStation Three was notoriously uh, had notoriously long load times, and that was the first. It was the first uh, PlayStation console that came internet enabled at launch, right? You didn't have to buy like an adapter and an ho- external hard drive and all this other stuff like you did with the PS2. Um, and so, like, it just felt like the it was the very beginning of all of these things. And because it was the very beginning of online and like you know they're doing these HD games for the first time, it, it, between the load times in the in, in the access times and the buffering and whatever else, it just the whole thing just sort of felt really clunky. But it was still cool enough and it was free that it was always populated. You would jump in and there'd just be hundreds of people standing on a beach. And you'd be like, I'm just gonna walk up and, and like why I, I didn't do a lot of like talking. I did a lot of voyeurism, I guess. So it was, like, there wasn't it,
1: there wasn't a lot of chatting options though, was there? Because it was a lot of it was like you, you the main thing was predetermined, like conversation. But you like, could yeah. type
0: though, I think, right? Wasn't there you an could, attachment could for the PS3? Uh, yes, DualShock Three with like a little mini keyboard on it. It was like a little. Uh, Bluetooth, that is true as well, right? It was a um, uh, what the fuck was it called? Uh, it, it was just like um,
1: you're right. It clipped on the top of it.
0: Yeah, and it just had a full keyboard. I forgot there was a name for it, but I forget what it was. And so, like, and so there were people, I, I believe, taking advantage of that and having full on conversations, like you know, basically texting each other while standing in front of each other. Uh, and so I was always kind of enamored by the whole, by the whole, by all of PlayStation Home, just the fact that it existed, that uh, that because it was free, it meant that like a lot of people were using it. Uh, we talk a lot about, you know, kids who have, uh, you know, consoles only get like maybe a game or two a year and so this was like their social hangout space pre-rec room they get to they get Mm -hmm. to jump in hang out with their friends meet new people and it was all free it was just included as part of this beta uh Mm -hmm. and so it was always populated which meant it was like very much like rec room very immature you know an immature audience but still like i was fascinated by the fact that this world existed and it was always just sitting there on my you know playstation 3 home screen waiting to be accessed
1: yeah yeah, I had very similar memories. And actually what you mentioned at the beginning about you first join it and you're like, well, what is this? I'm like, what am I going to do? Um, I find that gaming, especially over the last decade, um, I mean, games in the early days were very much here's a level you get from A to B. And, you know, it's, there's, a, there's one way of completing the level. And then you have open world games where there's a lot of quest lines and structures. But there's a lot of uh, games that come out now where they don't hold your hand and you just go out there and you just do what you can. Mm. And I know for some people, they don't like that. Um, I remember when getting my dad to play Stanley's Parable, he literally, and for those that don't know, Stanley's Parable, uh, you have a narrator and the narrator tells you, like, what the story is, and you just can either do what he says, or you can divert. And when you divert, the narrator then starts questioning what you're doing. When my dad played that game, he literally just did what the narrator said, and he got to the end and went, so sorry, what was the game? And it was like, (laughs) but that's because my dad was an old-school gamer. Like, he hasn't gamed for years, and that's because, yeah, when games first came out, that was it. And so there are a lot of people that are very averse to games where... I don't like having too much freedom. Um, some people talk about that like with Elden Ring. Um, the open world aspect of it of like, yeah. yeah, I just find this too overwhelming, like you don't actually know where to go. In Elden Ring, when you get quest lines, you don't actually get a notepad telling you what quest lines you're on. You actually have to remember them. So you might actually forget like who you've spoken to and stuff like that. Um and some people love it, some people don't. And the reason I bring that up is like I think that we're at a point now where Home, you know, there are so many social experiences in gaming, especially in VR now, that kind of like we say with PlayStation VR 1 when it came out, there was a real push for adoption because it was new. Whereas for PSVR 2, there's going to be a mass adoption to begin with because people are ready for the upgrade, and that's going to get the ball rolling much quicker. I also think that if, you know, PlayStation Home or something similar came to PSVR 2, the way that the gaming... Space has evolved over the last couple of decades with more social experiences. And you know, regardless of what we think of the metaverse, the point is that metaverse esque experiences have been embraced, whether it's live events on Fortnite yeah. or um, Dreams does their annual um, Dreams Con I don't know if it's called Dreams Con, but where they showcase you know people's creations and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I think it's really and oh, Grand Theft Auto Online, one of the best examples. You know, some people would go. So what are there? Well, there are missions if you want to do it, but a lot of people like to just drive around with their friends and shoot each other and stuff like that. Um, I find that really, really exciting, and it means that there's really fertile ground for, you know, PlayStation clearly have considered bringing this back. The the, the question is, are they actually going to do it?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I, I think the I think the big question here is is like. What, what, what we've seen from Sony recently is is Sony has sort of just stopped competing with people who are doing things better than them. That, that's what I've seen recently. They, they stopped using communities and then invested in Discord. They're like, Discord is doing communities way better than us. Let's invest in Discord and partner with them. Cool. Actually, really good idea, Sony. And then they, they were like, oh, Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and all these other streaming services are doing movies way better than we are. Let's drop our service and just make sure that, you know, we have, we support these guys. And I'm like, less cool, but okay. Right. And so when we see things like uh, rec room that are kind of already giving us this social space, this, this place to hang out um, because don't forget, like, like as cool as home was, it it wasn't actually bringing us to games, right? We weren't we weren't like we yes. weren't meeting up with our friends and, and and doing all these things. We when we talk about what we want in a PSVR two version of Home, it's a much different thing than we got in the P, on the on the PS three flat screen version of Home, right? We want our own apartments that we can decorate. We want to uh, we we want to be able to hang out with our friends. We want to invite people over and have and and have these social hangout sessions. Yes there was a big screen type thing. You could walk into a theater and I actually did watch things with other people. I watched episodes of The Tester in a movie theater on my PlayStation 3 and thought, boy, this is silly. (laughs) Like I could just be watching this and like it would be way less, uh, there'd be way less lag and way less buffering and the resolution would be way better. Um, But yeah, you know, but then there's things like big screen that already exist. There's things like Rec Room that already exist. Is, you know... Are the, are these, is the competition, if you can call it that, are they doing well enough already for Sony to not even want to bother to try to create something like this for PSVR2 They say other people have this shit covered? Why would we want to dip our toes into it? Spend a lot of time and money, dude, how the, the PlayStation home beta went on for eight years and never came out of beta. You know how much time and money they fucking probably wasted and, and didn't end up with the final product that they ever used uh, for any kind of any, any kind of decent amount of time. I can't imagine that they sold enough, you know, uh, cosmetic clothing <laughs> to, to, to make all that time and effort worthwhile. Maybe they did. I could be wrong, but I'd be curious to find out. So I feel like they've already realized that maybe we shouldn't be doing this. <laughs>
1: I love that I, I love that question about, you know, there is competition out there, so why do it? And I will get to that in a moment. But I will say, Rec Room is still technically in beta. I, I say technically. No, it is still in beta. It's still called Rec Room beta. Um, but um, th- this goes back to the conversation we had earlier about, you know, the competition with VR hardware. What yeah. Sony has is IP, you know. Yeah. Uh, that is why that they don't have to be fighting in the same, even though they are... Selling VR headsets and so are meta, they are in different spaces. And I kind of feel the same with, you know, they want to own their own metaverse. Um, and they will be like, okay, Rec Room is very successful, very popular. Um, Rec Room does actually have IPs involved. Um, I think they just had an NBA season. Uh, so the main Rec Room space had all this basketball themed stuff and that. That was very cool. I'm not sure it's the most, um, appealing to mainstream gamers as a whole um but it was kind of cool whereas actually you know if playstation was creating a social space where you could literally dress up as your favorite playstation characters we talked about that um playstation advert with um the guy that gets the meat on the plate and then goes back in in his basement he's got all these different like items from different games um there's a lot of hints to you know the direction, and again, it might not be called playstation home uh but there could be be something similar um so yeah i um, i don't know i'm 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 i don't know
0: well, <laughs> listen I've been paying attention to the chat uh which is something I'm terrible at doing normally uh so i I want to share with you, miles, what the chat has been saying about playstation home <clears throat> you see? Steve i r e telling it like it is he says. It's gonna be shit. <laughs> you just know it. <laughs> Sony's gonna be as lazy as possible with the UI. <laughs> uh, I, I like I like when people bring us back down to Earth Miles because we do dream big here. Right? We're very optimistic. We think that Sony's giving it their all. But so they have proven over and over, and I think I think this might be a good time to to, to mention that. PlayStation Five again still feels like it's sort of in this beta phase. We don't even have folders yet, right? I think folders were just right. introduced in the in the new beta uh, that they that they dropped. Um, and so it's been two years. Why didn't we get folders on day one, right? That was something that like, made PlayStation Four so much better. Um, and so so I so I do think that it's very possible we'll get bare bones UI, bare bones uh, PSVR two integration with PS Five on day one. And then over the course of a year or two years that we start to see these virtual environments, we start to see uh, virtual hangout spots, we start to and we, and we see Sony's little metaverse, if that's what they want to call it, like or Sony's home space, grow and grow and grow and grow over time. They don't seem like the type of company that's just been like secretly developing this massive ecosystem with all these shops and all these hangouts and all these movie theaters and whatever, right? And boom, drop it on day one. That's what It was the exact same thing they did with Home. That's why it was in beta for eight years. Because they just kept adding and adding and fucking with it, right?
1: Yeah. And um, this was an issue that in previous conversations I spoke about, which was why, you know, GT Online did so well in ways that Home couldn't. And because Home was a PlayStation first-party property, Mm. there are things they can't allow happening in it. Voice chat. They'd have to moderate it because it represents what Sony is. Like, that community whatever's happening in real time in home is going to reflect on the company. So I just wanted to make that point and then um, line it up with the other, which is Sony has been investing a lot into Epic Games and Epic Games has been known for doing live experiences uh, through um, Fortnite. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if Sony are aligning lining up with Epic Games to make a metaverse and then they'll have a deal going Yeah, Epic Games, like they've done with Fortnite. They have all these IPs from various games. They say, you know, we will give you the IPs to our games if you create the infrastructure. And then that's kind of like one step removed Mm -hmm. from PlayStation. So it's kind of like if there was some controversy about something that happened in the metaverse, obviously it's not desirable that they're associated with it, but it's actually a lot less risky than if it was on Sony's platform. Um and although it might seem like a bit of a trivial thing to say, well, technically, any Sony game, there could be some controversy. You know, when it comes to multiplayer, there are fixed things, like, you know, you have a move set that your character can do. There is rules in that game. Yes, you can have voice chat, but you mute people and stuff. When you have a social space, a metaverse, where you're creating an avatar that represents yourself, and you're in virtual reality, and you're interacting with people, in a social space, that's a whole nother level. And, um, the sort of the, the various potential there is for, um, you know, abuse to happen or, you know, things that Sony wouldn't want to be associated with. Um, you know, you could look at stuff in dreams. Like if someone creates a super Mario world game in dreams, um, dreams will keep it up unless it gets reported by Nintendo. Um, and it, it will get taken down. But if that was, and even though it's, um, Although Dreams isn't uh media molecule, they're not first party, are they? They're third party? Or uh, they
0: No, I believe I believe Sony owns media molecule.
1: Yeah. Or oh, maybe, maybe they do. I had a feeling that they just work really, really closely with them, but I think you're right. Um but um Oh yeah, I did say the word. <laughs> they wanted me to say controversy.
0: Oh that was the word. I didn't yeah, I, yeah, I didn't even yeah. know. I didn't even know but my ears perked up when you said it cuz yeah, that's yeah, per- yeah, it's yeah. a very British way um, of saying it. Uh, get like <laughs> do you say do you, you don't say garage, right? You say garage.
1: Uh I say garage, yeah.
0: yeah. Media Molecule has been creating games since it was founded in 20 uh, 2006 and Sony acquired the company in 2010 a few years okay. after Media Molecule's first big success, Little Big Planet.
1: Okay, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um but even there home was literally i mean it was done by london studios but it was pretty much a sony do do you know what i mean like the degrees of connection you have with a property even if it's only a slight difference makes a huge difference in the optics of you know playstation home is the is the is the most risky gaming environment you could make yes um that that's that's the main point i'm trying I, to make. i, I bet sony's really
0: happy that they don't have to worry about what happens in rec room
1: yes okay i put people them, already uh, quoting in the clip of the week from last week leave the, the guys call me a bitch <laughs> you're a bitch did you call me a bitch no
0: <laughs> that's what that is i was wondering what was happening in the chat. yeah, yeah, I yeah, like, yeah. Oh boy i missed something here
1: i didn't uh, call you a bitch you're a bitch oh, okay <laughs> but yeah that's the thing sony doesn't want to deal with that like yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, which is funny because uh, it's a delirium, uh, apparently straight edge delirium with double X's Uh, It's a PSVR 2 home would be great because it gives them an excuse to use eye tracking. So we get to see guys staring at girls, avatars, asses who are probably just guys sitting in their room with Cheeto dust on their shirt. So we get to watch guys staring at other guys cosplaying as as hot girls.
1: Well, it's it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a funny point, but it is an interesting one we spoke about before about eye-tracking and the implications of it, of it's going to be a new form of moderation. of Because um, there's a lot of conversations in ethics of VR about people getting in people's personal spaces, about abuse um, or sexual harassment from one avatar to another. It's a really interesting new world that we're moving into about the ethics of avatars and stuff like that. And yeah, eye-tracking is going to be uh coming into that of uh yeah yeah um,
0: i just love the idea of you know being um like homelander from the boys or whatever and you you have you have these laser eyes like just, just like demolishing everything in your sight or using your eyes as selector devices right being like Poom, i want to play that right there Poomp. got it yep
1: dude Does Dan- that mean we're no, we're no longer be able to teabag in vr is that now
0: i don't see you why kill an
1: opponent Oh, no, they're dead.
0: They're dead, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, Dude Dan Dan Kiefer uh, gives us a little bit of uh, imagination here. And it says, imagine being completely surrounded by all the tiles you own in a sphere around you, point and play. I want I want to take that a step further. And I don't I, I played Super Kit, uh, to the top Super Kit on uh, on PC VR last week, and the way that you restore one of your hearts, your health is you pick this up, it's got two grips, right? And you pull it apart, and like this heart, like you know, like emerges, and like you know, you get a heart back in your health. Uh, I want to do that with folders, right? I want to grab a folder and pull it apart and have all the games in that folder go Doo, do, 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 and like line up in front of me and go, I want to play this one, let's do it. I don't know. There's, there's all sorts of cool VRAF uh, ways you could make menus interactive like that, I, yeah before we, we, I don't know how much more of this article you want to read, Miles, but I do think that one of the best points that was made in the chat recently came from uh, Mr. K7 underscore hyphen. It says, home was an advertisement space. I think that's something important you should talk about. I think yeah. it's, I think. There is still nothing like home when it comes to that aspect of it. It was so cool to be like, oh, I'm so excited about this game Siren Blood Curse that's coming out. I know nothing about it other than the fact that I played Siren on PS2. And then you could just boot up home and go to the Siren hub, right? You could hang out with other people, talk about Siren. You could like go into some amusement park ride type thing, which, by the way, I never got working on PS3 so I don't even know what the siren game was what the attraction was I stood in line for a long time I could never get it working so I don't know what that was but I definitely went and played like lots of other mini games for lots of other different you know there was a game called Sodium that I think uh, was this futuristic racer type thing what uh, very wipeout style and you could play it in home but the whole thing was just an advertisement for some energy drink I think and so to, to be able to kind of like mix you know advertisements with gaming Uh, and and have it be beneficial to gamers and the advertisers and not have it feel like it's like kind of forced down your throat, I think it's a really cool thing. And that can extend even further to the cosmetics. Like if I'm, if I'm in a VR home space, I want, I want my avatar to look how I want my avatar to look. And so I will gladly walk in a virtual mall and spend real dollars. I'm a guy that's pretty much against microtransactions in all of gaming (laughs) other than like cool DLC, I guess. But like, this is an exception to the rule. I want my I want my play space. I want my apartment. I want my character to look the way I want to, and I will walk into a store and spend actual real money to make that happen. So that when people come over and they see me and they see my apartment and they see my setup, they're like, "This is kind of fucking cool, right?" And I want, to, and it's going to be a virtual space I spend a lot of time in, so I want it to be cool for me to inhabit. I want it to be cool for. I want it to be relaxing for me and enjoyable for me to 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 to, to live in, right? To virtually live in. So especially when especially when I look around at my apartment and go Jesus I need a break from this like let's go to a much cooler hangout spot you know
1: for sure well okay we were we were talking earlier about features we'd like to see and something you mentioned at the start there made me think of this so I just want all the game cats and you Brian to just just imagine let's dream for a moment now it is 2023 Ooh. it's September and PlayStation announces a special PlayStation showcase for VR and it's held in PlayStation home. And so everyone meets up in VR for this special virtual reality conference. Jim Ryan comes out maybe in his VR stuff. Hi everyone. (laughs) Or however he talks. And then they say, here are the VR games coming out over the next year. And during that conference, they don't show it on a flat screen in the VR space you literally go into it and it's like you go from one VR experience to the next. Fortnite does it with their live events where your character gets teleported through all these different worlds. The future of VR conferences could be you meet up and then you are literally taken through the trailers. They're like interactive trailers where you're actually playing segments of the games. It's a big dream. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but like a lot of these conversations are about like what the potential future could be. And, uh, (laughs) um yeah i think like yeah in a year's time even if there isn't a home or component like that there is an opportunity where sony could actually start making interactive showcases using the vr component yeah
0: agreed agreed did you want to do you want to get back to this article? Because I, I, do like... you know what? I'll
1: read a couple more paragraphs of it, which uh, um, right. it's underneath the headline. PlayStation Home Two would fit well on PSVR Two. A lot of this is going to go over stuff we've already mentioned, but um, it'd be cool to just you know quickly read this. Um, so he also mentioned, uh, given the success of VR chat and the endless discussion around the metaverse, it is easy to think of VR functionality making PlayStation Home Two even better. Fortunately, Media Molecule has experience in this area, meaning that it could undoubtedly do something special with the technology. Players could have the chance to explore the PlayStation-inspired worlds made by Media Molecule and PlayStation fans, actively participating in minigames and seeing characters through a VR headset. Given how powerful PSVR 2 is based, it would likely have no problem running something like a PlayStation Home. Assuming that the games take a free-to-play approach like the original, it could be a great way to show off the power of the device while instantly giving all adopters of the headset something to play. Being able to see and talk to other gamers through a video game is a great alternative to real-life meetings, and a VR mode for PlayStation Home 2 will be an excellent way to capture the idea. Um... And he just talks about a bit later on, that you know, the original PlayStation Home was heavily limited by its long load times, as you mentioned, Brian, as the PS3 took forever to get players to where they wanted to go. Mm. The PS5's wildly fast load times would take this issue away, with the hypothetical sequels graphics also sure to be a huge step up. So, um, you know, this has all been talked about. It may not be PlayStation Home, but I do think Sony is running fast At the metaverse and they realize that there are two components to the psvr technology there's the games that you actively or make an intention of i want to play this right now with my friends and then there is what do you want to do with the rest of your time and there's a lot of psvr games that do well like rec room like zenith where actually having you know the ability just to stand around and chat has huge value we live in an attention-based economy it's all about mind share and so social space um, is 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 definitely what they need to be developing. And I don't know, it's going to be another exciting component of PSVR 2. And I can't wait to see what the future brings, Brian.
0: Agreed, agreed. Uh, and I think it's interesting that you know we've been kind of uh, tapping into this article here a little bit that's been saying Media Molecule should be the people developing this new home space. Um, and and I, and I agree for multiple reasons, of course, mostly because uh, it works perfectly in VR and outside of VR. And I think this whatever Sony's metaverse ends up being, if they end up creating something, uh, something, you know, like Home again, it needs to be playable on the flat screen and in VR. I think that I think that's really really important, right? Like include as many players as possible, uh, and also to yeah. You know, to, to make, I, I think something like that would make VR more attractive to people. To so like, oh, I can do this, you know, I can my hangout, my hangout space that I've gotten really accustomed to for six months, eight months, a year is suddenly like, oh, wait a minute, I can play this in VR. I can, I can be interacting with these people in, in like first person and kind of real time ish sort of thing. Uh, I think it's really important. But so we, we were looking it up before the show, Miles, and we saw that uh, London Studio actually. Made the original home, uh mm-hmm. and, we, and we know that London Studio is still working on PSVR2 stuff. It's like they're not like abandoning mm-hmm. the VR space. And I think the last time we checked in, they were working on something that was multiplayer focused. Mm-hmm. And I would be very, very interested to see if if Sony would tap into somebody like Media Molecule or stick with be like, hey, you guys already developed this thing, fucking ten years ago, fifteen years ago, twenty years ago. I can't, I don't remember how long ago things were anymore. Um, 2008 right you've already you've already you already have a lot of experience in this space uh why I, I don't i don't know if it'd be a smart move to jump ship and go hey let's let's get a a developer who hasn't even implemented multiplayer in their own game yet to be the ones to develop this massively multiplayer world um i think maybe London studio would be the right the right choice for this
1: yeah that's a great call cool.
0: absolutely um uh hey, we should probably check in with this chat man uh the 270 and the people poll. we have voted. a poll we
1: need to yep. go through and close
0: here let's i'm gonna close i'm gonna close the poll you, you so hurry up i'm gonna give you 10 more seconds to vote uh
1: wait. and by the way 272 votes and 162 likes there is a disconnect there <laughs> people like polls more than they like likes outrageous
0: outrageous, uh, outrageous. They, you know, we we give the people what they want, man.
1: We give the people what they want. I can't be, I can't, I can't shame them for that.
0: All right, hopefully, hopefully everyone got their vote in. I'm going to close the poll and let's take a look at the final results. It's around here somewhere. Here it is. All right, with 273 votes, would you want PlayStation Home to be the PSVR2 UI? 17% said you no, which is I'd love to find out why. They wouldn't want this. Uh, I didn't hear. I didn't hear a lot of people saying giving reasons why they wouldn't want Home uh, to be the PSVR2 UI. Uh, Sixty-two percent, an overwhelming majority, said yes, I'd love it. And twenty-one percent have no idea what PlayStation Home is, which is uh...
1: interesting. That more don't know it than were against the idea. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. It's it's an old game, and even though it, it closed in 2015, by then, you know hardly anyone was it wasn't being talked about so yeah there is many generations of gamers that just didn't know about it
0: for sure all right man we are way over our time so let's stretch this thing out just a little bit longer and we uh,
1: genuinely thought this was gonna be a short episode <laughs>
0: yeah, i i i know full well at this point i i just i strap in i strap on and get ready for the Get get ready for this to be my night. Uh we haven't done a short <laughs> we haven't done a short episode in a while. I think even the AJ episode this week was almost two hours. Uh so
1: But it's great. It's all about the pacing how it feels and I don't know about you game cats. Hopefully uh you feel that this didn't drag.
0: Uh <laughs> I, I'm delirious. That, that is so our I number one objective about. when we do this. Yeah. Don't
1: drag. Don't drag. <laughs>
0: All you are Is history, I think, is trolling in the chat. It says more cartoony games is what we need. Down with realism. Matthew Longo says cartoony for life. Uh, I think. I think they're all just uh, trying to piss off our, our our resident gamer witch Emily Baxter. All right, man. It is time, as it always is, at the end of the show for psvr i'm saying it real slow so you can pick a game
1: i've got a game already PSVR, worry, 20
0: questions that's when miles 20 picks, questions picks a playstation vr game and then you guys in the chat and me have 20 yes or no questions to figure out what game it is i need all the help i can get you guys please um help me out right i'm gonna ask i'm gonna ask some questions you guys help me with the questions as we get the answers to said questions please suggest games that it could be based on his answers i know that sounds like it doesn't need to be said but it does. Oh, shit, but it can't be Minecraft. Okay. Well, it could be Minecraft.
1: Could be. Could be. Could uh, be a double bluff there.
0: All right, if you're ready, I'm going to put six minutes up on the clock, Clock on the account of the way that Jeremy likes it. On my mark, get set and go. Uh, is this game cartoony? Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> we got a yes right off the bat. Good, good to see the chat's helping me out, and they didn't even realize it. Is it Minecraft? Okay. Um... does this game have multiplayer no no Minecraft (laughs) that takes care of that Um, Mancuni in GameCat says is there full locomotion
1: yes three okay
0: Did we discuss this game? I'm going with Ian Marsh's comment, which is all in caps for some reason. It's like screaming. Um, have we talked about this game? Or has, has this game been mentioned this episode?
1: No. Oh, yeah. Good one. Yeah. I thought you were literally going to say 30 seconds earlier. Cause then I was... No.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> not Minecraft. <laughs> Are there any survival elements in this game? Ask Nick the Game Cat Howe.
1: Uh, can you define survival elements? You
0: have to do things to survive, like eat or drink. Um, things other than no. killing enemies to survive. No. I'm going to was... say no. Okay, no survival. <sighs> um, I'll go with Rypop's question. Is uh, Are there any platforming elements in this game?
1: No. Um, I'm going to say no
0: five uh is this game mark stevenson i'm gonna i'm gonna use your comment but go wider with it is this game based on an existing ip no wow six can this game be played in flat screen a flat screen version yes seven okay so guys here's what we do know about this game it's cartoony there's full locomotion and you can play it on the flat screen as well uh, we also know there's no multiplayer survival elements uh, there's no platforming and it's not based on a known IP um, hmm, interesting let's see yeah let's narrow down the controller good idea um, does this game use analog sticks it does eight can you play this game with the aim controller Yes, she can. Nine. Does this? Hmm. Okay, also, we got we got to eliminate battle. Uh, I mean, we got to. Uh, mm. <sighs> Does the flat screen version of this game? have multiplayer no okay that eliminates that eliminates borderlands um instant sandwich has no man's sky but no no man's sky has multiplayer um borderlands isn't known ip that's smart (laughs) damn it aim 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 you guys aim uh an aim game that also has a flat screen version that's the biggest hint An aim game. Is there. um, It's cartoony as well. So that's. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, Dick Wilde doesn't have flat screen versions. Cartoony aim games. Uh, This isn't a puzzle game, is it? Is is there a puzzle game? Yes, it is. Does this game. Does this game really wish it was Portal? Uh, no. Uh, okay, not Chroma Gun. Sorry, guys. Okay, so it's a puzzle game that uses the Aim controller. It's cartoony, also flat screen. Yeah, Dan Kiefer. I'd love to know what we aim at, but how, we need a yes or no question. Uh, there's no. It's not Honor Duty because it's not multiplayer. It's not Doom because it's not cartoony. Um, wait, Nick nailed it. Oh yes. Is does this game have a massive GameCat secret in it? Yeah, it does. Does this game also have a massive Miles Diary secret in it? Yep. Nice. Is this game by any chance boxed in?
1: It is boxed in, Brian. It's
0: crazy crazy
1: it's a weird one with the aim controller flat screen isn't it it is a really interesting combination on there but yeah it's boxed in there is a massive castle in it with statues of me in it which is still (laughs) embarrassing to think about because it was all of a joke i made oh my goodness
0: so crazy so crazy what was it what was the gentleman's name that made this game i i forgot it was richard richard that's right
1: so from red chain games
0: yep this this is one of those games that like I was just like oh this is gonna be terrible like we we saw I we this is not gonna go well and man I think once you get in especially when you use the aim controller and like you're running around this play field and all these colored blocks are coming at you and you're just like you know trying to make uh, you know it's like a match three or match four type game it it, it does get very very addictive very fast right one of those I just one more just one more try one more try one more try and what I'm it's showing so you good. here is that he he loved this community so much that he actually implemented uh, you had to you had to be very uh it, 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 there was a only a very specific way to access the, the secret area but he made a game cat island with so many inside jokes right so good so good so good uh so. yeah
1: and um it was and the two questions that i was very particular on survival elements mm-hmm. i kn- i knew what you meant but i wanted to be absolutely sure because yeah. if you said could you die in it like, it's like, well, yeah, you can if you get crushed in. I know it's not really. And then the other thing was, is it a platformer? And if you're playing in one of the modes where it's uh, top down, you actually do platforming, jumping to get across to stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's it's an awesome game. And do you remember what you gave it as a review score, Brian?
0: I, I don't remember, but I, I, but I know this is one of those games that's sort of like uh, wh- whatever I gave it, was partially because he charged so little for it like wasn't it like a six dollar game right and so you don't you don't rate a six dollar game on the same scale as a 60 dollar game right, right. You're like should I spend my six dollars on this I don't know yeah 7.0 yeah probably you should this is really fun um yeah it, it, you gave it seven point5 7 point5 yeah and, and i stand by that you know because because I do think i i I think it's, it's funny because I think it's gonna be time to reevaluate the uh, the review scale uh, very shortly especially with no games coming out on psvr1 because we can't review games on psvr you have to review games based on the ecosystem they come out in right you have to say yeah hey compared to all other psvr1 games like yeah absolutely check check this shit out whatever blah blah blah." and
1: it's now a 10 out of 10 with game cat island but obviously uh, that didn't come I out on launch say. you know right. so um yeah for sure and they you added jet packs and stuff like that honestly huge shout out to Richard who amazing and I hope I can't wait to see the next game that he works on but um, he was actually just like a lot of devs that hang out in the Discord and please do join uh, the the PSVR Without Parole Discord if you haven't already because devs from games hang out there and it's always a joy as someone who doesn't know anything about development and game development until I spoke to them they're just really insightful and it's what's so amazing about this community is um, the ecosystem there's a lot of direct feedback they want to hear what we think of games and they want to be challenged on it and things like that. So um, yeah, um, really,
0: really, really cool. Absolutely agree. Uh, Yeah. In fact, you know, you you gotta, you gotta give it to some of these devs too. Uh, I've been pretty critical about the last couple updates uh, that swordsman got. Uh, I w I didn't love the advanced combat update and uh, and uh, what was the, what, what was it? What was the more? Oh, the, 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 the the finisher update, right. I, I was, I was definitely a little bit uh, critical of those, and more than critical. I was like, I'm not sure why these exist. Um, and, I, and I messaged Alec, just to, uh, over at Sin Studio, who makes who makes Swordsman. And dude, like you couldn't have, you couldn't have gotten a more uh, a more enthusiastic response. Like I know I know uh, Fast Travel Games was very unenthusiastic when I gave the gave Ray, Afterlife a, a tough review. Um, they would they were not happy about that whatsoever. But, you know, you got Alec over there being like, oh, man, we welcome all the criticism because we just want to make our game better. And the, the criticism pushes us further than any of the positive feedback ever would.
1: I, I love I love Alec and the team, the, the team are brilliant. And, and and you know what? And even with companies that maybe do take it personally, I also empathize with them as well, because you don't know what else they're dealing with from other angles. It's just a shame that, you know, there is sometimes that breakdown. Yeah. But um. There's a general like ethos I love to live my life by, and I know the boss at the company I work for talks about it a lot, and it's always, always assume good intentions when you're dealing with people, especially on the internet where yeah. you don't get tone of voice and you don't know their backgrounds. It's not to say people always have good intentions, but it's always a good starting point when you have conversations, and I think it's why the chat during these live shows and on Discord is always great because for the most part, there may be times where things get a bit heated, But generally people know we're all here because we love games and we we assume good intentions on each other um and it means we get the best out of conversations because when we are critical um it's not because we want to tear things down it's because we want to help build things up and make them better you know it's um critiques are done out of love and you know can't speak for everyone but for the most part that definitely seems to be the case and we should maintain that as the community continues to grow
0: agreed Miles, as we as we close in on the two hour mark. <laughs> yes. Uh, we, we need to wrap this thing up and we want to, you know, of course, thank everybody who helps this channel run, especially the moderators who do amazing work over here. Uh, but also over on Discord, click the link in the description to join the Discord. Also, if you don't if you don't subscribe to my three different co-hosts, Miles, AJ, and whatever the, the guy on West Nest Day is named, uh, make sure sh- the links to all of their channels are in the description below. Make sure you Go subscribe, share the love, spread the love, uh, spread some monkey pox while you're at it, man. Uh, because really, dude, I saw our video. It's like, I shouldn't even joke about that. That, that shit seems fucking very unhappy. Uh, so, so keep your monkey pox, but spread the love. Um, and, uh, and also, you know, consider hooking us up over on patreon.com slash without games. Uh, but really, thank you to everybody who hung out today. Thank you to everybody in the chat. Thank you to everybody who helped me with 20 questions. Thank you everybody who's super tipped in the chat. Uh, thanks to all of our Patreon supporters. And, of course, thank you to everybody who sat back and watched the show today and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, too. And we love you just as much. Love you all. Have a, Have great, a great weekend,
1: weekend everyone. Enjoy the rest of July.
0: wow all right i mean hey i mean secret i mean hi <laughs> hey <laughs> secret i mean hi this is how what tired that, i am this is how, ti- this you're how you're tired. you just like
1: <laughs> saying words you know what what, it, what the order's gonna be dude this is how
0: tired i am this is how tired i am. just i i, I knew I, here we here we are staring at a thumbnail and i was like wait a yeah. minute what's the uh What's what's the transition of what we're trying to do? So, uh, Miles, have you have you been doing anything uh, fun this week? Brian, Brian, You've Brian, it? out! Don't <laughs> Don't Listen,
1: you have been through a lot, Brian. You've been unwell. You've just done a two-hour show. You've had a very full on week. I am very much aware that my clips of the week from Rec Room have always involved insanity. It's involved me bullying kids, and you know. I'm very mindful that I don't want this to become a running theme on the show. And so when looking through my many clips from Rec Room, because there is loads, it's a massive gold mine of just stuff. <laughs> I did think for this week, there should be a, ch- a change of tune. And so for the Game Cats, I thought, let's just go with something that's a bit more solemn, a mm. bit mellow. Mm-hmm. Something that is mm. just, you know, it's probably quite boring. It's just like... Just just a normal, normal, normal day in Rec cream, okay? So <laughs> this time it's a bit more tame, all right? All I've right. got a clip.
0: Let's check it out. Enjoy. <laughs> what did you do to that kid what did that what was that kid doing i have so many questions i don't even know where to start but i don't think this is the time that that that's a conversation for another hour long
1: everyone knows Boogie boy I love that the what was the uh, Ian Marsh in the chat went punching kids should be a sport.
0: <laughs> yeah, awesome. Anyway, all right. Have a good, have a good week, everyone. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. Meow meow. Go hug your cats.